Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast Festival Festival Special Octangent Festival Special Octangent was a rock style alternative rock festival which happened from the 15th to the 17th, did you say, Wayne? That's right, yeah. 15th to the 17th of August. Wayne went on behalf of the podcast for us, and Wayne's going to let us know a few things about what happened. We're going to ask him a few questions, say a few things. It's going to be interesting and fun, and we're going to find out a bit about some of the bands and shit that went on. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty much it, yeah. Good. <laughs> so, tell, tell us a bit about it. Well, I'll start with the fact of that this is our third festival of the summer, and I was fucking. And our first year of festivals. Our first, yeah, our first year covering festival. I was shitting myself for this. You know, we went to Ustock. I had Neil as backup, or you know, we went as a pair. We went to um, Funk in the Forest. You know, it was me and you, right hand em- man. Emma was there Against with the us. World. Left hand woman. Look, look what Neil's doing. Look. So this is the first time I've ever. I, it, lots of first for me this right so I've never been to a festival on my own for stars I've never been to a heavy rock stroke you know alternative festival also on my own and I've also never been to one as a press on my own you know it was... is that on your own uh, metal festival or on your own period on my uh, you know no, sorry sorry metal festival period I've never been to a metal festival you know I've, I've loved metal since I was you know 19 you've never, never been to download no never been to download no never been to any of these things so I knew what to expect and to be honest it surpassed everything this this, this festival is really really good yeah this festival this festival is amazing um, the weather wasn't brilliant though the weather, was, the, the weather was absolutely awful. As soon as I got on the M5 to go down towards Bristol, it started to rain, and it just didn't stop for about 14 hours. <clears throat> and the whole site was just flooded, but everybody's spirits were really high, and the bands were absolutely amazing. Top is, draw stuff. Is it true that for the first night you didn't even bother to put the tent up? You oh, just slept in the car? Know, I couldn't have put the tent up. It was really windy. Um, the, I mean, it was there was nowhere... Safe for me to put the tent. If I, you know, I had one of those pop-up tents, and so I launched a pop-up tent, and I just watched it drift over the channel. <laughs> That's what would have happened. It just, it just wouldn't have even reached the ground. So, uh, so I didn't bother. No, I, I slept in the car, which was an experience. I never slept in my little car. I've got a little Kia Picanto. So yeah, just put the seat back and keep put it. put the seat straight back. Yeah, and just mm. lay in there. It was all right. Cracking story um, about uh, you know we've had the <clears> midnight. <throat> Um, stories from oh, Doom and the Candles. Yeah, from Ustock, and we had one at Funk in the Forest. Or, so, a completely different one for me. This um, on the Friday night, they have a silent disco. I've never experienced a silent disco, and I, uh, I was told that the main arena was pretty flooded, and I was soaked through to the bone. I thought I'm just going to go back to the tent and see how I feel in a bit. And I was just like, I'm just going to get into. You know, I've been up since four o'clock with work and whatnot, so I thought I'm just going to get into bed. So, but I'll pass one. I'm awoken by this noise. Well, what, what's going on? I got awoken by about 3,000 people all singing Africa from the silent dif- disco. And I went back to sleep singing Africa from the <laughs> silent disco. <laughs> yeah, that was a very surreal moment. Was that for the... Toto? Toto, yeah. yeah. It was really, really good. Mike up the next day in the sunshine was fantastic. I, I mean, like, Interesting you know, fact about Toto that I heard in, uh, in a week. Um, you know that um, the lead singer of Toto 
does the voice, the singing voice, I think, of the adult Simba in The Lion King. No, I didn't know that. Well, I know he's, his dad's quite famous as well, isn't he? Is he? Uh, yeah, he's a prog rock musician or something like that. When, when Rachel like pointed that. this out to me, I said, um, well, did, did, what, did, do you think he got the gig in The Lion King because he missed the rains in Africa? Doom, 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 doom. EastEnders? No, it's just a beat. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, it could be that, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much to talk about. I, I absolutely the way it's set up. Um, all the people there are really, really nice. I mean, it's it's a completely different sort of rock event. It's it's math rock and it's progressive. I mean, Neil would have bummed off pretty much every band I saw on, on the um, uh, the Yokai <coughs> stage. They're all like instrumental uh, progressive bands. There's a band that you should really check out called Tosca, who blew me away the weekend. I've been listening to their stuff ever since. It's, they are fantastic. You know, there's three guys on that stage, and it sounds like there's a goddamn orchestra of them. It, it, they are unbelievable you know i was lucky enough to um to speak to three of the bands there i spoke to midas four i spoke to the sam ps snake invasion and i spoke to saturday night main support to Meshuggah, which was cult of luna all really nice people um all really really chatty to be honest as, as you as you'll hear in, in all the interviews so yeah awesome excellent and uh we shall be seeing sam ps snake invasion soon aren't we all aren't we not yes we're gonna go and see them in uh where is it they're playing the hair and hands uh in i think it's king's yeah, in the end of October, start of November, sometimes. Yeah, I think I think Rich will. Yeah, Neil will love him. That's all. <laughs> My, I mean, it was a, it was a great weekend. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. What was the main highlight for you? <sighs> I don't know. To be honest, it was such a. It was such. A, I mean, the weather was awful. It was really, really bad on. You on didn't the, mention on the Friday, yeah, because it was. It was. It was torrential. What was the beer like, Wayne? <laughs> uh, the beer was great. It was. Um, oh, it was all purity. Oh, uh, I like purity. Yeah, Ubu. Yeah. Ubu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ubu. Re- very reasonably priced as yeah. well, you know. Four and a half, five quid a pint. Um, How is that reasonably priced? Not normal these days. How much did you pay at Funky the Forest? Pat Less than that. that. It was five quid a pint, I think. Was it? Yeah. No one um, skint at the end yeah. of the Cra- uh, Cracking selection of food as well. Um, had a shisha bar as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, they had a boss set up, which, um, which was fantastic. They had bands playing on there and showcasing some of the pedals they got going and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, loads of beer tents. About four beer tents, I think. No, three beer tents, I think there was now. No queues. No fan, you know. Just dive in, get your pint back out to see the bands. Brilliant. Yeah, band highlights. The three guys I saw, they all smashed it out of the park. Brutus were something else. They were absolutely fantastic. Fucking love Brutus. They were absolutely fantastic. On the, the I think it's the PX2 stage, I think it's called. It might be PX3, I'm not sure. They were, oh, they were the Friday night headliners. They were... A previous artist of the week as well. Were they really? Yeah, they wow. got, contacted them, they got back to us and, yeah. Fantastic they were. Um, Black Peaks with Jamie Lemon as well. Uh, they played the Yokai stage. So Black Peaks singer, I don't know why he's not uh, playing with Black Peaks at the moment. I don't know if he's uh, ill sure people are shouting at me now but I, I don't know the reason why but Jamie Lenman who was formerly of Ruben he stepped in and was front man they were fucking incredible as well Tosca Tosca came out and blew me away with their first two songs and then off, I think it might have been halfway through the second or halfway through the third the entire site went off from, from the rain so everything lost power so they, they had a wonder about our stage came back on all the power come back on they managed to get halfway through another song and all the power went off so they had to cut down their set but from what they'd done the, the set they played, it was it was incredible. It was fantastic. Will Will you go back again next year? Hell yes. Will you take me with you? Yes. If we can get tickets. Absolutely. Mm. Neil would love it. What about me? God, Neil would love it. Well, you're a no-brainer. It's your style of music. There's a guy there you'd have loved, uh, Rich, and he was called... Uh, I'll find his name here. He was called... Um, Oh, I haven't wrote it down. Why have I not wrote it down? I think he was oh, something like the complicated octopus, and he was um, a drummer. Okay. And he was, he he was had incredible. He had eight arms. He felt like he had eight arms. Yeah, Twelve it was, arms. It was fantastic. Oh, Colossus. That was it. Colossus octopus. Oh, okay. I feel like that's wrong now. I, don't, I can't remember the damn name of him. Oh. You can change it in the edit when you get home, Wayne. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Worm was learning to play the drum. <laughs> really? But yeah. So, uh, here's all the bits of chat. I did with myself because there was nobody to talk to. I was on my own. My we give you a few calls. You did. Neil, Neil just sent me a message. What was it? Have a listen now. This is me. I'm uh, chatting. I'll tell
and welcome to you have now this music podcast coming from uh, coming live to you from the arc tangent festival down in bristol uh i'd say this but the the weather is very british it is throwing it down in in spades and droves and all the other terms that you use for buckets and all manner of stuff of of rain uh i've been here about an hour forgot to do some recording to start with so that's why i'm doing this now uh, I've been, had a wander into the site. I've seen uh, probably half the site so far. I know the PX, uh, the PX3 stage, I think it's called, and the uh, Yokai stage. I've seen those two. And I went and watched a band called Rad Pit, who were really, really good. Um, some some nice hardcore riffs in there. Some hardcore punk in there as well. You know, um, some definitely some influences from the Deftones. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna. I haven't put the tent up yet because it's just thrown it down so much. I think I think it may be a case I might have to sleep in the car if uh, the weather doesn't subside. But there is there is a bit of bright sky on the horizon, so hopefully it'll it'll change. But yeah, uh, so this is Wayne, yeah, and I'll speak to you in a bit. Since I've done the most work to be honest, about half past 11, it's just got worse and worse. I mean, the site is actually flooded, but the spirits haven't been dampened. I've seen some absolutely top class, top draw bands today. Uh, some are, I think that I've, some of the best I think I've ever seen, to be honest, including like bands like The Algorithm, uh, who are sort of, they're an instrumental metal band, who mix metal along with like sounds like 8-bit and 16-bit computer um, you know graphics and songs they were fantastic there was only a two-piece so they were incredible um, packed packed house at the um, yokai uh, stage also saw black peaks in there earlier with uh, special frontman jamie lemon uh, lemon they were something else they were they were absolutely top draw they were Unbelievable to see live, and he was one. He's one hell of a frontman. Uh, he really is. So yeah, I'm just trying to dry off a little bit because I'm just soaked to the bone. Um, <laughs> I definitely am sleeping in the car tonight. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the uh, the festival in a little while to catch Brutus, and maybe maybe have a go at the silent disco. I've never done one before. I'd love to go and uh, partake in that, but from what I was being told earlier, the the main, uh, the main stage basically you need a canoe to navigate that so it may not be a case of uh, I'll be able to but uh, stay tuned because I should be back uh, again at uh, the last day at Dark Tangent on Saturday bye festival on Saturday morning. I'm currently sat in my car after spending the night in the car as uh, it was it was it was too dangerous to try and put the tent up in the dark last night. Um, it was it rained till about half past nine last night so we had about <clears throat> so about 11 hours of rain and it really did come down. I mean the site is really flooded this morning. <clears throat> the, the car park's all muddy. People keep getting stuck, but they're pulling out. Everybody's um, being pulled out by uh, the brilliant staff here. Last night, I uh, I went back to the festival and I caught some of the band called TTMG, uh, who were headlining the Yokai stage. I think that may have been their or they're on their last tour as a band. I think they they might be splitting up after that. Don't quote me on that. I sort of only half got his conversation with the crowd. Uh, they were they were really good. They were like, like mid noughties sort of British emo-y, screamo-y. That probably shouted me if they, if they if they knew I was and tell me off for saying that, but that's that's how it come across to me. Very good, very hooky wrist, very nice. 
and then I went off to the um, PX3 stage, PX2 stage, which featured headliners Brutus, who absolutely killed it. They were unbelievable. It was just 50 minutes of energy and pounding riffs and brilliant musicianship and hooky brilliant sing and um, songs enjoyed them immensely i mean the, the those guys and black peach yesterday really took the day for me those those two of the bands that stood out toshka as well toshka needed an honorable mention here because they had some really bad technical difficulties were, at one point they were playing and the entire site went off uh, the power just went off from every stage so when the power came back on they started again and i'll play through that song the power went off again so they came back um, after about a 10-minute break of that one. Depleted set, unfortunately. They, they only managed to get another three or four songs in. Uh, but they were really, really good. I really enjoyed Toshka as well. Um, as a festival, I think it's absolutely class. It's, it's only a small site, and there's five stages, but there's overlap. So you finish on one stage, and you get to the next stage where the band's playing. And the way that it's set up, there's... There's two stages over the one side of the site, which is the Yokai stage and the PX2 stage. Then in the middle, you've got the bar, which is the new stage. It's only a little place. It's only a little um, venue in there, but that's a really clever idea. And then you go through the bar, you come out the other side, you've got the main stage, and you've got the Bixler stage. Now, only one of those stages play at the same time as the opposite side, so you'll have the main stage and maybe the PX2 stage playing, or you'll have the Yokai stage playing and the Bixler stage, and in between you have the, the bar, which sort of plays in between the two of them. So all day there's, there's music on all day at different sites, so you can catch bands at the same time. And it's not a massive site, so if you want to watch... My intention last night was to watch half of... Um, Brutus's set and then go and catch the last half an hour of battle set but Brutus were killing it so hard I was, I'm was i not leaving these guys to go and watch battles I have no idea what battles will be like live I'm sure they were absolutely fantastic because all the bands here this weekend have, have put in 110% you know the crowd has been really warming to them and yes they've played to bigger crowds because the weather's been um, horrendous and you want to stand in the tent that's the other thing I must mention all the stages are under, under canopies they're under massive circus like um big tops and it works so well because it captures an atmosphere for this music you know this music is normally quite dark and you need like a roof over your head or something to give you an atmosphere and it gives it it captures that atmosphere like a like a gig atmosphere so yeah um the only thing that's wrong with this festival unfortunately is the weather that's it everything else is brilliant the way it's set up the way it's laid out everything that's going on here uh the people are lovely i mean i'm really impressed with the vip area and the bar area and um, the press area, um, which I'll be using today. Uh, three interviews lined up today, so I'll be interviewing the, I'll be interviewing Midas Fold, and Midas Falls, Fall Falls, one of the two. Saint, uh, the Saint, Pierre Snake Invasion, and I should be interviewing um, support to the main acts on 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 the main stage, uh, which is Cult of Luna. Yes, they're on just before my sugar on the main stage tonight. So yeah. Um, Another busy day checking out all the bands. I've got a crossover today with Midas Falls and St. Pierre Snake Invasion, so I've got to run from, I think it's the PX2 stage, down to the main stage at about 12 o'clock. I've got to do 20, uh, about 10, 15 minutes with one and then 10, 15 minutes with the other, um, so I can catch both, so I can get the vibe of both the bands. Uh, but yeah, the only problem I'm facing is trying to get off the car park, I think. Um, but there's, there's guys over here all day with... Um, with these brilliant little ATVs, these four-wheel ATVs uh, that are pulling people off the site, so it's uh, it's quite uh, welcoming. The sun did come out then for about ten minutes, and it's disappeared again now. So I'm dare say we'll do a bit more rain. There is there is blue sky I can see, so hopefully the the weather will not conspire against the festival goers today. All right then, catch you in a bit. Uh, the backstage VIP area of Arctangent and I'm sat down with Midas Fall 
and I'm sat with Liz and Rowan. Who's <laughs> just who's just lighting up for a cigarette? We're not sure if it's legal or not. Mm. And we're sat with also uh, Dave. Dave, you're the drummer, Dave. Is that right? Uh, okay. So for our listeners, tell us all about Midasville. Oof. Where do I start? Um, so, I mean, in terms of uh, genre, I'd say it's kind of hard to pen. We, we, we take a, um, a big influence from, like, post-rock, um, especially in, like, the guitars and the song structures. Um, but we like to sort of play around with electronica. Uh, we've got um, vocals in there as well. So, yeah, we're kind of a mix between sort of post-rock, electronica and progressive rock mm. as well. I was, uh, I was picking up a lot of, like, uh, ethereal... Yeah. And, and, and some Celtic and sort of Scandi vibes from you. Is that something that comes across in your music, do you think? I think in sometimes, sometimes like the vocals and like in the, the sort of quite percussive drumming, like, you know, like movie screens, maybe has quite a sort of Celtic vibe to it. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, there was a, was a lady on there from Iceland called Evior. And yes, yeah. yeah. You know what? We played a gig recently in Amsterdam and there was a woman there from the Faroe Islands and she came over to us and was like, You sound just like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Ava. yeah, I don't, um, don't know how to say her name, I'm sorry. Yeah. We always, always pronounce the E, but I'm, I'm never I'm, sure if we're I'm right. I'm not sure how to pronounce that either, but yeah, I know, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's kind of similarity there. Yeah, I, I, if the other, t- there's three of us in the podcast. If the other two guys are here, both of them would be shouting Clannad at me. Right, now, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know Clannad, but every time we have a slightly Celtic party song, they always shout Clannad every single time. <laughs> uh, obviously not then. <laughs> um, so tell me about the name, where does the name come from? Well, when we first started the band many, many years ago, we were called Merkin, which to anyone that doesn't know actually means pubic wig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we just started the band and we were just kind of, we just thought it was really funny because uh, we were young and drunk. And um, then we were going to play a gig, I think in Dundee, and uh, our drummer was like, Oh no, we can't be called Merkin, that's just disgusting. So we had like about an hour to pick a new name because the posters were getting printed for this gig. My friend was on this like, this, uh, it was like a, a kind of art show thing and there was a couple of bands playing at it and she phoned up frantic and she was in a copy shop and she does all the posters herself but she's an artist and she's like drawing the posters she's like, what the fuck are you called? And you come up with a name. So we grabbed the dictionary off a bookshelf and we were just like, but there it Midas and then fall, that'll do. And then it's stuck. I never really liked the band name, actually. I kind of wanted to change it again, but then things just sort of kept happening, and yeah. then it just got left with it, anyway. So, uh, yeah. Excuse me if I just throw it around because it just picks it, it's very on the direction. Um, uh, let's go back to this. Uh, I love the, all the effects you use, um, the guitar effects. Uh, I love the sound of the guitar as well. It's got that lovely, it's got like a saw effect almost. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, you're on the boss day, so you're using boss pedals for that, is that? Um, well, the sawing effect is more so um, Rowan. I mean, I use um, an even tied. Um, What's it called, that pedal I use? It's an even tight space. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's really, really, really... Like, I mean, I've, I've kind of been, like, wanting this pedal for, like, a long time, probably about 10 years, and it could never justify, like, 500 quid for one <laughs> no. pedal. Yeah. So, and then I was like, you know what, nah, fuck it, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to buy it. So I got it. And it was really a massive part of the... the certainly the guitar sounds, anyway... Um, in the last album that we did, it really helped to shape quite a lot of, a lot of stuff. Um, it's playing around with effects yeah. on it because it's not just like reverbs; it's all sorts of like weird droney sounds and distorted sounds. So even just playing around with that pedal is just like kind of the, the sort of birth of some of the songs. Yeah, it opened up a lot of um, a lot of possibilities for different kind of sounds. It's nice to have that. Yeah. Cool. I've never seen an Ebo used live, so that was, that was I'm not now, so that was that was yeah. something special, yeah. yeah. Is it difficult to learn? To let no, no, it's I mean it's basically a fucking magnet. Yeah. Um, so it's just like you just put up the strings and it just vibrates indefinitely. I can imagine that takes a toll on the guitar tuning. Um it, it well not not for me. Um it would, I think, if you were using lighter strings. I use the hybrid strings. So oh, yeah, like, I used to use those. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. only ball hybrid strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the only ball hybrids, they, they stay in tune, which is nice. And between that and the walking tuners, don't have any issues with that. Um, 
it's even better on the baritone because it kind of makes it sound like a cello, which yeah. is great. But I didn't have, well, we weren't playing any songs that are used to evil on the baritone today, but that would have been nice because it does sound like it's really like rumbly, yeah. like rumbly, but, but yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Um, so, have you guys been at Arc Tangent all weekend, or? Um, I came yesterday, kind of in the middle of the horrific weather, and um, swiftly found the B and B to stay in. Absolutely. I mean, we turned up and we're like, looks good, but. Yeah. I was gonna say Michael and Rowan have been here since Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I felt that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been slumming out since Thursday, but like. I'm such a fanboy for this festival and like a lot of the bands that play here so like like I think I missed one band, like the first band on the Thursday and then it just since then I've just been like just going from band to band. It, it's upsetting to me because I I um I used to be in like post hardcore bands and things oh, like that. Love that. So this is straight up my street. I but, know exactly. But I would finish playing guitar and, and being in bands by the time this I've, I've turned this festival to uh, so it was like <sighs> Oh yeah, that been that well that's, I've been here twice before and like I only found out about like three months ago. Well, like that. <laughs> yeah. I found out about when, when the year the Dillinger headlined, and it was like one of my favourite bands. And like, yeah, just from going there, I'm just like, oh, one day. I think if, if you're into like post rock and that sort of style, it's like two festivals. It's the Arc Tangent and then there's the Dunk Festival right. in Belgium. They're like the sort of two really sort of big main. Two festivals as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a festival. It's like the sister festival. Yeah. This, yeah. I, I learned a new genre of rock, uh, a new genre for this festival, which I didn't know even existed. It was called math rock. Oh, oh yeah, love yeah. It. Never, never come across that before. Math, I saw yeah. it in the description. I went, "What the hell is math?" And then you listed it. Oh yeah, I know this. Yeah. It kind of yeah. makes sense from the name. Yeah, of course yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, so none of you, well, only yourself, really delved in yesterday with the. Oh yeah, I yeah, it's so good. Like, uh, yeah. it was your favourite from yesterday. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who I saw yesterday. Uh, Brutus. Brutus. Brutus were probably my favourite, actually. I think Brutus were probably my favourite from yesterday. They yeah, were Brutus were great. Uh, uh, but like, I, I love all the kind of black gay stuff. So I think Friday was more, no, Thursday was more my day. Like, I got fairly went to see Seal and Arthur and hmm. uh, Maul as well, who I absolutely love. So, yeah, I think no, yeah, those are probably my top three picks so far, but... Anybody else with favourites? My favourite's playing today, Caspian. I really want to see them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah, on the same time as Cult of Luna, I think they are. Oh, no. Yeah, I think, I think so, yeah, because... Like, oh, no, wait a minute, yeah. They're on the same time as me? Cult of Luna, Cult of Luna I think. Really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's going to be Caspian for me. Yeah. It's going to be Carl, whatever it is. For yourself, any favourites from uh, this weekend? Uh, well, I got here on Thursday as well. Like, I got here quite late on Thursday, and um, the time I had to fucking coordinate it <laughs> <laughs> like 10. Just a nightmare, uh, and all that shit. Like, because I flew down, which was a nightmare. Um, and I had all my camping gear and like, a checked bag. What's next for you guys? What's uh, what's next on the agenda? Uh, we've got another festival in November in Germany, um, the Blumar Festival. Um, so we're going to try and get an EP ready for that. Um, we previewed like two new songs today, um, which are going to be on the EP. So yeah, that's that's kind of the next plan. And then 
touring. Yeah. Songwriting wise, is it is it a collaborative uh, experience or is it somebody comes up with this something and then brings it along? Or? Um, me and Raoul have always kind of um, been sort of creative element, yeah, the songs. Um, like these guys have only been playing with us for a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, like, it doesn't show. It, you know, you come across like a really tight band. Not, not like, like a really tight band, a really tight band. So, yeah. Almost really tight yeah. band. <laughs> That's great, man. Thank you. Uh, I've also absolutely love the beatdowns that you do uh, when it comes... Uh, you said the name of the song and I forgot it now. My memory is getting, as I get older, it's getting worse. I started drinking carrot juice. That's for eyes, isn't it, see? So, like, they're going to have time. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, the movie screens, yeah. Yeah. I get to kick on the pods at that point. Yeah, that, that's oh. the, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Those, so those are, yeah, because it hits you in the chest on a, on a big, uh, on a big, what is it, 5k rig or whatever it is. It smacks you in the chest, oh, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, the guys at the sound have done such a good job, like, so All weekend, nice. I'll be honest, they are absolutely Yeah, no, I definitely, I spent a lot of time on that stage. But I was watching Tosca yesterday. And they're, they had a power cut twice. Yeah, I was there for that. Oh, it was upsetting for them, that was, yeah. They were, they were you can't brilliant. get into the groove when it's just like. Oh, I, I think they did a really good job yeah. in the end of, of what they had left. So yeah. Uh, so if our fans and listeners want to find you, I'm assuming it's all Facebooks and. Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, the usual places. iTunes, yeah, all, all of that shit. Well, while it's still iTunes because it's about to be disbanded, isn't it? Well, iTunes. Yeah, they're, mo- they're removing so everything. iTunes is becoming separate again now. Oh, really? How do you mean? So, I don't have the internet. So you'll just have like you just have iMusic. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> it just becomes separate. Um, so um modus full, thank you very much for your time. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank Cheers. Sanji from the Saint Pierre Snake Invasion. Is it Saint Pierre or Saint Pierre? Uh, well, I think I think the correct pronunciation is Saint Pierre, but because we're with horrible English parts, we just call it Saint Pierre. Saint Pierre. Yeah. Uh, so, how's the festival going for you? It's nice. I mean, we've only been here a day. Uh, uh, well, Paddy's been here since Wednesday, more through him, yeah. and uh, the, the the other four of us turned up today, which I believe. The best choice, yeah. Was a shrewd move. Absolutely, because yeah, I didn't even bother pitching my tent yesterday. No. I left it in the car and slept in that yeah, instead. I think yeah. I've, I've not seen a lot, but I turned up. We got here about half nine. And I've never seen more people looking so glum at a festival. To, to be honest, it, it yeah. maybe just be the, the, through the night blues because last night the spirits. Yeah. Were... It was like uh, you know, like the, the episode of Game of Thrones after the Battle of Winterfell, when they were just walking, <laughs> <laughs> they're just all walking around like, sad, like, you know, like just post-traumatic stress. Yeah, yeah, because the spirits, the, the weather was crap, but the spirits were high last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've had a, obviously you played this morning on the main stage. Open, then, open the main stage. I oh, know there was uh, DJ Perro before. So. Uh, you open the main stage then because you're the first band on there so no no he's not, it's not a DJ yeah, yeah. Four, five, six, band we Mexico. thought the same we thought the same we were, we were like oh it'll be a, it'll be a quick changeover because it, it's Shit. a DJ <laughs> and it's a fucking band there's no I, shame mate we were the exact same we were like oh I saw a DJ and just went oh he's a yeah, DJ pa- Patty was like <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a full band. It's like, the fucking, why would you have a fucking move like that? Well, apologies for that band. So. I, I'm, I'm sure they, they were really good. Yeah. But they were, you know, that's a dick move. Yeah. That's a dick move. <laughs> Trading standards. Never mind. So, uh, you've had all afternoon, yeah. Who's, uh, who's been a standout for you so far this afternoon? Oh, fucking hell. Hello. 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 I saw a little bit of um, aiming at Enrique as well. Fucking really good. Is that the Mexican bander on the Yokai? Two piece. It's uh, just back, just off the main stage. Oh, the wrong one about the the big stage, I think it's. Yeah. So, so Ella. That one, yeah. 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 Uh, I can't say that. I'm not doing drinks. We're really good. I don't know what stage we're playing, but then yeah, I saw like a little bit of thing in that Enrico. 
Right, so uh, that's enough talk about the festival. Uh, in, in as many words as you want, uh, what's the best way to describe the Saint Pierre snake invasion? In terms of, in terms of like uh, behind Genre, the scenes, you, you, or you, in terms of art, how you, you see, how you see your band. So, like as 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 a collective and as a, a, a business, shocking. <laughs> Absolute fucking shambles. You're speaking to the choir, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolute fucking shambles. In terms of uh, art and expression, I think we're, um, I think, we're, like, living this little island on, a, on, a, on our own out, outside of uh, popular things, which sounds like it's, uh, would be a thing to lament, but, like, it's, it's cool, you know? It's cool. I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to have, to be, it's nice to think that you don't sound like anyone else and then have other yeah, people I, say I, they don't sound like anyone else. Our podcast is all about pigeonholing. As, yeah, much, yeah. as, as much as you don't yeah. want to pigeonhole, it is all about, oh, these bands, you could put them in that category. I struggle with you guys, I'll be honest. What, what Brick's been saying, what, 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 how have they been describing Like Dillinger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of Dillinger, okay. which is weird. And I think that comes a lot from the vocals. Mm. But like, uh, one of the... Uh, Organizers Sam Sam Jones, I think it is. I was speaking to him after the album launch, and he was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of Greg Charter in there." I said, "But it's the thing, but whereas you hear Greg, where I'm actually trying to rip off is like Mike Patton, who is exactly who Greg was trying to rip off <laughs> as well." Like, so, yeah, because yeah. I, I was—I I mean, your, your vocal changing. I, I, I stayed for the first four songs, I believe, because right. I had a scheduling issue, so I had to run off and see the other band because I was interviewing them as well. And, and the vocaling change for you is... How are you not, you know, mute? Because it, it went from really guttural to really quite high and then to melodic yeah. over the three songs. Uh, is, does it put a toll on or is I it mean, just something it, you've got used to? Fit, but I basically changed... For this album, I changed the way that, that I was singing. So the first album was like a lot of... The, a lot of throat, throat singing, yeah. A lot of fly screaming. And with this one, I wanted... Because I knew it was going to be more of a hardcore tinged mm. album. I wanted it to be a lower kind of register, so I, I started singing from my chest, and once I started singing from my chest, I realised I could do I could do a lot more because I wasn't damaging my throat. Like yeah. back in the day, every show we were doing, I was damaging my throat. Whereas now, I think it's there's some level of actual maturity or, 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 or like knowledge, understanding of, of how a throat works. So. I'm watching you guys, you know, I was getting the hardcore element and, and getting the, it's like a hardcore punk element to yeah. you guys as well. And the only band I could sort of, for me, liken it to is really, really early. Now, I don't want to take us in offence. It's 36 Crazy Fists, okay. but it'd be like their first couple of albums yeah. before they really just didn't do much after that. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember listening to that. They were like a... And then, it's, it's, do you know what the thing is with that type of stuff? Okay, what it is is like we talked about it earlier. But when people you talk about pitching hole and mm. bands, what, what you what you mean is that your reference point. Yes, so that's it. Yeah, yeah, your reference point. So I'm like, stealing that for the podcast, by the way. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's what it is. So yeah. like we we would have you know, uh, where someone would say that we would sound like um, I don't like fucking part chimp or something like that or like Gorilla Biscuits is one of them that, that we had and, and but like usually when, it, when people when people mention bands and reference bands when they listen to, to us it, I, I would always say like go one step back mm. oh, that's yeah, usually yeah. Where, where, it, where it's coming from so like you know Jesus Lizard and Faith No More as opposed oh, to like yeah. you know girl band or fucking you know, I've got to say, your, your stage show was incredible. Oh, thank you. Man. You know, just watching you, you, you could feel the energy coming off you guys. I knew we were in for that sort of thing when you when you all came out. Uh, Sanji was, I think you were trying to swing your bass or making sure that it wasn't going to catch on anything. I thought, right, he's going to move about. <laughs> forgive the forgive the really loose pony, but you were coiled. It was like you were ready to go. You know, and so I knew it was going to be a full-on show, yeah. you know, and, and you, you delivered the, Thank you, very much. you know, and, and then the drop-A tuning, yeah. you know, I don't know if witnessed the drop-A tuning for a while, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was meant to be recorded in drop-A, but it was too muddy, so we dropped it down to B. Uh, yeah, like, only B, yeah, yeah fine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, we, we, we could get, like, 
modicum of mortality for the recording. And then what happened is that I can't sing the recorded version live without it sounding dull as fuck. So, like, <laughs> so we had to take it back to A so I could put it up at, at the register. But, uh, yeah, Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Song that sounds like Slipknot. When, when, you, when you said Slipknot, I went, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So the, the thing about this festival is, you know, I've, I've, I'm coming in with not preconceived ideas, but with ideas of way bands are going to sound all the rest of it. And I'll be honest, I, nobody I've come across here I can sort of pigeonhole. Yeah. And, and I was talking to a couple of guys earlier, and they were saying that metal is now, you know, the subgenres of metal have all been sort of muddied. Yeah. You know, there's like massive crossovers, and they're going to have to invent new subgenres yeah. for the subgenres. I think you can. Um, there's always like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a nucleus of a sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you, you chase bands back to like what's that fucking Don Caballero? It's like one of those bands yeah. that like. Thing, circle diagram, isn't it? People yeah. have gone up. It's almost like you know, yeah. like music. Music evolution is very similar to like. Yeah. The evolution of of, hum, of humans, where like, you know, <laughs> like this branch goes off here, and then these little branches go off here to another climate, and um, and that's what it is with, with that. Like these bands, as much as there are like different nuances, you can almost trace them back. To, like, I've got a my... few more questions for you, and they're all nice and light and fluffy. Okay. So uh, I was catching up with some of your videos, and at the start of one of your videos is a Reading Racers pendant, Speedway pendant. Is that completely by accident? Speedway pendant? Yeah. It's an old Reading Racers. Shit, yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, brain dead. That's, that's the one, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that is purely accident, yeah. It's purely accident, yeah. but I had a whole spiel about Jeremy Doncaster and people like that who survived no, no. for Reading. And then there was... Uh, so Pat, that, that was shot in uh, the Mother's Room in Bristol, which is uh, Paddy, our guitarist, he owns that pub. Ah, oh, right, OK. So uh, the premise of the video was... It, that was the second version of the video. The first one, the first one was so bad. Well, third version. Third version. Tried to re-edit the first version. Uh, yeah. It was so bad. There was, was the like, first I... version with the, the tinfoil hats. Whoa, 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 whoa. No? <laughs> no, that's right. Cheers, Sanjay. Yeah, no, there was a weird, there was a lifting the curtain up here. Please, please, you, you fucking open the door now. Um, so, uh, I think one of the obvious questions is, where does the band name come from? Oh, so it was uh, it was a it's an actual Saint Pierre is an actual place, right? In the French Isles, so I think it's just off Florida. And in 1902, there was so Saint Pierre was a village, a fishing village of 30,000 people at the foot uh, at the foot of this mountain called Mount Pelé. And in April 1902, there was like all these earthquakes which sent sulphur through the roof of the of the volcano, and there was these 100. Fairdolon snakes. The Fairdolon snakes are the most venomous snakes in the northern hemisphere. So right. they're fucking, they're motherfuckers. So. <laughs> and because of the sulphur, they came down off the mountain into the into the town, wow, okay. and they killed like a couple of hundred cattle, killed a load of people, ate some kids and shit like that. And then they were ripped to pieces by the street cats that lived, like giant street cats that lived in Sydney. And uh, so a couple of days later, there was a, uh, a molten mudslide which swept into the village killed a couple of hundred people that hit the bay which caused a tsunami which the bay was on a cove and it came back around and smashed into the village killed a couple of thousand people and about a week afterwards half of the fucking mountain exploded so out of 30,000 people who lived there only two people survived and I read that in a book my ex-girlfriend gave me a book of lists and one of the lists was like the nine strangest disasters yeah, at the time yeah. and St. Pierre was number one and at that time like my good uh, split up with my girlfriend my band had split up my fucking uh, my parents were getting divorced it was like all these yeah. all these things like everything that could go wrong was going wrong and when yeah, I yeah. read that story of St. Pierre I was like well that tip that is literally the place it symbolises Anything that can go wrong, fucking will go wrong. Oh, so I was like, that's the name of the band. We've been doing this podcast for about 16 months now. 
And I've asked that question to a lot of people, he's the best fucking answer I've ever. Well, I mean, it's the best, it, it is, I mean, I don't shy away from fucking Braggadocio, but it's probably the best band name of all time. Most band names are terrible. Every time we play a festival, I'm like, that's band name. I don't, get, I don't care whether people like us it's or the not. Most, it's yeah. the best fucking band name. And also, when you see that band name on a, on a fucking bill, you know it's not folk. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're not. Name. It's not Linky Plum. Yeah, it's gonna be like. Fucking... I think it took me about two years to come up with the name from the solo project. Yeah, yeah. What was it again? It was fucking yeah, Tubgo. Tubgo. Yeah. Super. <laughs> I like that. That's all right. Um, so what comes next for the San Pierre Snake Invasion? Uh, so we've. I think we've got like one or two shows in there, and then we're touring with Cassells uh, September for like about two weeks. Uh, and now, uh, and then, I think we're a little bit quiet. I think next year's the one. So I think we, we've got Brady from Conjurers now managing us. So we're going to get our heads together and like, plan for next year. Hopefully, do lots of festivals. And, get a business plan in order. Yeah, yeah. Just, just some kind of fucking plan because like, we've never, you know, uh, uh, you know. Forgive me for saying so. Like we've been, we've been a good band for a long time, and we've had no fucking no interest, we've no backing. Yeah. We've had no backing at all. Everything that we've done, we've done off our own fucking um, volition and own fucking sweat and tears. So now we're at a point where we've got people who want to help us. So it's just about getting getting that, that strategy aligned. Strategy sounds awful, mm. but just getting our heads together and being like, like this is what we're going to do and then we'll, the way we feel is like you put us in the fucking in front of people we'll smash the fucking daylights out of it every time all we need is to just be put in front of people and we haven't because we've been DIY we haven't been able to fucking put ourselves in front of more people so now next year hopefully that'll be it like, that's the plan is to just fucking any opportunity that comes <clears throat> we'll take it and we'll smash the fuck out well I very much look forward to seeing you guys again next year then further up the bill that's the plan alright thank you very much guys headlining for oh, 150 pounds <laughs> you're still headlining yeah, thank, thank you very much Damien thank you thank you much Sanji cheers and Johannes. How are you guys today? Very good, thanks. Happy to be here. We're a bit tired though, but it's been a, a long day with travel. So. Uh, have you come from another show last night or from the last couple of days? Where's it been? Yes, we played Switzerland last night, actually, in the Alps. It was, uh, yeah, super fun, but uh, as Johannes said, it's quite a long day of travel. They're just down the road, Switzerland, it's just the cost of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so obviously you guys are really tired. Uh, as I, as I was stating just before we started, we're normally quite uh, under the radar podcast. And when this interview landed in my lap, I was a bit dubious whether to take you guys because obviously you guys are up, you know, you're in the upper echelons of, of what we of what we normally cover. But after listening to your stuff, I, like, I can't not take this interview. I've got to come and have a chat with these guys. So um, for the uninitiated, uh, could you describe what Cult of Luna are? Yeah, we're, we're, we're a band. Uh, we've been around under this name for a little bit over 20 years um, in different constellations. Member came and went up until like early 2000, like 2003 maybe, where we kind of found our, yeah, pretty much the lineup we have now with some small adjustments. But yeah, and uh, we play heavy slow music long boring songs <laughs> see you say boring I I'll be honest I've never come across Cotaluna before and I, I found you on the playlist and downloaded I downloaded a live album you've got and I, I put that on and I found it quite sort of um hallucinogenic as it were I found myself sort of um, hypnotic I found myself drifting off it was very um, 
in the in the vein of sort of meditate meditative meditative that sort of thing and uh, I found that when I put the playlist back on for the Arctangent playlist there's about 125 songs on that when yours came on I instantly recognised it and I was like ah that's called the Luna and the rest of them they, they'd sort of not blended into each other but it was like I was struggling to remember who was who Sorry. Yes, please, you don't mind. Thank you very much. Cheers. The lady just handed us a nice can of water. And <laughs> very nice of it. I have a... Right, so I... Walking around today thinking about what I was going to ask you guys. Because normally I ask, oh, you know, what's, what's your plans ahead and yeah. all the rest of it. And obviously you, you guys... Can ask that too. Well, yeah, I will ask that question. Um, so the couple of, uh, a couple of questions... No, I'm alright, thank you. Go on, if you're going for it. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you so much. This is great. I'm, I'm interviewing these guys more often. It's been handed a can of water and a bottle of beer. So it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so the question I came up with, I was wondering through. Um, how do you remember the songs? Because, you know, the length of them. I know um, oh, there's a song. Is it? Wish we could answer that. What we aim for. I forgot the name of the song. But it's about 9 minutes and 48 seconds. I the weapon, maybe? Yeah, it's it's a three-word title. Yeah, I, yeah, no, in awe. That's in awe of, not what, we, not what we aim for, yeah, in awe of. And I was thinking, how do you remember this song? It's, it's nine, I think it's nine minutes and 48 seconds. And I used to be in bands, and about about five minutes was my limit, because then you start going, uh, does A come next, or is it a G? I'm not sure, you know. And so is there any way, is it is it muscle memory, or is it uh, just constant rehearsal, or is it a mixture of both? I like Thomas asked another question, but like, uh, it's definitely not constant rehearsal. No, that's <laughs> the thing. No, I mean, it's just something that, like, as you said uh, about the meditative yeah. like aspect of it, I think that's part of the reason why, like, when you get into it, and for me, like, when we play the songs and when you actually start viewing them as songs mm. rather than just parts you know yeah and you you feel the transitions and you feel the dynamic of the song like that but that comes with playing them a bunch so of it's times a, so it's know? it's a mixture of muscle memory and feeling it then yeah, yeah yeah i guess yeah but um and not thinking too much just just treating it as a journey you know wow like that's at least that's the case for me like at some point you just feel it feels natural wow. but yeah. when when in the writing process it it might be more of uh, you know parts and, and just trying to remember everything and stuff but once I feel it as a song you know it could be a three minute song it's the same kind of uh, flow to it but it just happens to be three or four times as long as a normal pop song you know but but in terms of dynamic it's, it's just uh, prolonged you know uh, the first song I, I listened to one of your tracks it was in awe of I put it on and, and at about five minutes in it sort of lulls a little bit yeah. and I was driving the car and my car's quite loud because um, it's not got very good um, insulation so I just thought the song had changed so when it came back in it sort of it changed completely is that something that comes naturally it's just a progression of a song is, is it instead of it being a way of changing into two songs it sort of all progressed into one I mean for me it's very important when it comes to writing I mean there, there, there's no um, even though we write predominantly the long songs they we, we need to tie tie the let's say the knot together yeah, it's hard to again, because or else like if you write like 10 riffs and just start from and finish it's not really a song. It's not really well. It's a song, but not really a composition. Yeah. And that's that's how, how I view it. Is that even though things might change quite a lot during the song, yeah. we sooner or later we need to go back to where we started and kind of tie it all together. It doesn't. Well, if you take that song as an example, like that's exactly how it ends. Mm. It ends with where we started, yeah. but we just changed it a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's not we're not playing it exactly the same way, but the riff is basically the same. But <clears throat> like Thomas said, it, it, they're not that complicated though. Mm. They, like, not if you really uh, you boil them down to the individual parts. What makes them maybe more alive is what everybody in the band adds to it, because constantly things happen. Like Thomas is playing the stuff. And then the keyboard thing comes, and it's 
can how you perceive it is like more intense at least than how it is in my brain yeah but uh, it's, it's, a, it's speaking a, of muscle memory yeah sometimes we start thinking like yeah. what, what, wait <laughs> what's next oh yeah, man yeah. and then like, oh yeah, yeah thank you hand yeah, yeah, yeah muscle yeah, memory yeah, yeah for sure but also like I know some parts we we screw up like we, we, we've done that, that a couple of it wouldn't times. be live music if, you, yeah, if it was no, all plain sailing. Yeah, yeah. I love that, like the, the yeah. human element to it. Yeah. But like me and Thomas, we played, I don't know, 20. Yeah, since you were a teenager, yeah, yeah. you played wow. in other bands before. And stuff. So I, I just need to, 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 to just get some connection with him and then we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. not even, you don't even have to look at each other. It's, yeah, yeah you know, you, you thought, it's back yeah, to the feeling again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really, it's every night I look at this guy and I'm like, hey, man, we're still doing this and it's, it's just a. It's a dream come true. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I, I mean, your sound is massive. It is really expansive. I really uh, I, from the live album. There's a couple of tracks on the live album. I actually forgot that it was live, and it was only at the end where the crowd cheered and went, "Oh yeah, it's a live album." Oh, that's so. Cool. So it, it really trans uh, trans transpond. No, that's not the word, is it? It really communicates really well. Thank you. Um, so I normally ask bands, Ooh, "Who are you most influenced by?" And um, who's your most unusual influence? Well, I mean, the thing for us, which has always been the case, because we, since we all, we, we sort of, we meet up and we do this thing together as a very, like, open and free creative uh, space for all of us. Yeah. But we come from pretty, like, not different backgrounds, because for us, we come from the hardcore scene and punk scene and know, But we listen to a bunch of different music, types of music, yeah. all of us. So I think... If one would try to describe like a strength we have as a band, that's one. Like we we bring our individual sort of taste to the table, and then the amalgamation, whatever. Like that's that's the music that we have. So. I think at this point, like comes because I, I get that question a lot. Like what your influence? By? Like look, I'm way past that. Yeah. Like, like I. Not like I'm not influenced, like mm -hmm. subconsciously influenced, but more of a taste. Yeah. That when you're 40 years old, that, like when you're 18, yeah, yeah. you try to emulate stuff, copy stuff, and that's how you become good at something. And, then and you, you want to belong to it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But we have different tastes, and we kind of. And, and, and that the, 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 the product of, of the song is the product of everybody's kind of. And bringing bringing yeah. all different genres yeah, and smashing sure. it together. And it's so fun though, like still you can bring up a song and someone else and they be like, have you heard the new song by this band? And someone else, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. You know? <laughs> and then the other way around, but yeah. then we sort of, we yeah. reunite around something that is like, that it feels not, I wouldn't say uniquely ours, but for us it, it's how we think. You know? And that's, that's so much fun because it allows us to be very free in terms of inspiration. Cool. Uh, one last question then. I'll let you get on. Uh, what do you, what can we expect from the Cult of Luna show? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, it's hard. I mean, we, we've had a great, like, great run so far this summer. The shows have been super fun and we're just enjoying ourselves. So, you're gonna see a band that is at a very good place and like just enjoying playing the songs and in front of an audience and playing together. You know this sort of chemistry that yeah. we have now after all these years, as we were saying before. You know, just looking at each other and feeling that you know that pride and the joy. Of, and this is that's also a cool thing playing music that is pretty grim, you know, in a way. But then also feeling uplifted by it, yeah, yeah, for sure. And joy and just being thankful for every moment that we have together. Thomas and uh, Matthias, uh, not Matthias, that's, that's the other guy. Thomas and Johannes, thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you, Thomas. Cheers. You too, as well.
talk to the bands. We're in chatting, talk to the bands. We're in chatting, talk to the bands. So that was Wayne. That was what happened there. That was a few of the bands, snippets of their music. And like I say, hopefully we'll be able to do it again next year and I'll be there with you. Check out like. check out all the artists and Neil, sorry. Check out all the artists that are gonna be mentioned. Uh, we'll put it all in the, the show notes and in the promotion stuff that we do on Facebook and the likes. So check them out, go and check the works out, listen to them, love them, follow them, follow us, like, subscribe, and leave us a good rating and all that. Thanks for listening. If indeed, it's the law. Goodbye. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.